Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome along to another episode of Atletico Pastebs. Please, let's all take a moment to think about the current situation. Thank you. Imagine yourself as the newest member of a bell-ringing group at your local church. You're literally being shown the ropes by the group leader and you find yourself mesmerised by the sound of the bells as you will pull and release those lovely thick ropes. Then a cocksure but shambolic figure veers into view, his cupped hands containing some kind of thick, dark green gloop. He says, Here, rub some of this into your palms and you won't get any chirping off those rough old ropes. I made it from some stuff I found in an area, and it's definitely not been juice. It is, of course, the disgraced church warden and my podcast partner, Mr. Bob Mortimer. Oh, Mr. Bellman, uh, with your little greasy hands. Uh, oh, Mr. Ding Dong, uh, there's truly nowhere where you belong. And there is the song which signifies the commencement of a new episode. Hello, Bob. Hi, how are you doing? All right. <laughs> I'm all right, yeah, yeah. So this uh, T-shirt you've got on, Andy, yeah. it's... Um, a great big S U N L U N Sunland Sunland Cocker Hoop at the Mackham's promotion to the Absolutely. English Absolutely yep. We're back in the championship where we belong. <laughs> Did and, you design uh, that T shirt? Is it really is no, bad? It's no, it's a product of the um the local arts hub and community centre area Pop Rex in right. Sunland, which does a lot of good for the community. And they have lots of events on, and I try and I like help them out now and again did, if I can. I mean, it does. It looks really bad on you, Andy, because of your shape. Mm. You know, did you do you think you're helping the cause putting that uh, beautiful T-shirt on your uh, displayed on your um, clearly, whatever you call clearly, clearly from your um, assessment? No, <laughs> it's a hideous mistake. How do you describe and, uh, yourself, Andrew? I was just thinking: Are you a graphic designer, an entrepreneur? Um, um, sports that's writer. A very good question. Entrepreneur sounds pretty good. Um, <laughs> I mean, an entrepreneur. Yeah, I, 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 I'd describe myself as a podcaster, but that sounds like something that a teenager would describe themselves as, doesn't it? Really, it's not. It's not yeah. anything for a grown man to be going around saying about himself. I don't know. And you are a grown man. You're a fully grown man, aren't You're you? Fully grown Andy. man. Yes, sir. Andy, I've got a little. Um, I'm very much um, involved in the country and western music scene at the moment. I thought you were. I suspected yeah. as much. Yeah. What What okay. do you like about country and western? Do you like what? the shoes, the the hats, the horses, <laughs> cowboy paraphernalia? Um, 
I like the spurs on the back of the boots because you can spin them. I like that. I've got no idea what purpose yeah. they serve. I think, sadly, Andrew, I think you've chosen... I think they're a bit of a weapon. I think they're used to cut into the horse's flesh. Oh, shit. To speed <laughs> Horse abuse tools. Oh, well, so maybe, maybe I not, don't like them so much. Maybe then. not the spurs. Maybe not the <laughs> spurs. Oh, I'll see the lassoes then. I, I mean, I like any circular movement, you know, like... Do you know, like, slingshots and um, the hammer mm. in the Olympics, the lasso? Yeah. The... Yeah. the um, Motion of the washing machine, they're always fascinating, aren't they? The maelstrom yeah. just off the coast in Norway, that's like a uh, whirlpool. I like them, them plastic tubes when you spin them really fast, they go woo 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 Of course you them? do, Andrew. Of, of course, course do. you do. Does that help with your fitting? Cheap thrills, yeah. <laughs> so I've written, myself, I've written a country in um, Western song. It's about you, Andy, I suppose. Oh, thank um, you very much. See what you think. I've been listening to some country fucking music, <laughs> trying hard to get my fucking mind less stressed. I've been fiddling with the dial on my fucking iron, trying to get the creases out of my fucking vest. I've been wandering around the local shit farm, <laughs> thinking hard about cleaning up my fucking mind. <laughs> I've been tethering Alsatians to lampposts, hoping to get my fucking chakras realigned. I'm not hunky, I'm not bright as a spark, I'm Andy Dawson, I'm pissing on shadows, 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 in the fucking dark. I've been sticking my fucking fingers into duck shit. I've been throwing sticks and stones at my fucking cat. I keep hoping all day for a fucking miracle. Like waking up and finding out my belly's flat. Cause I'm not hunky. I'm not bright as a spark. I'm Andy Dawson. I'm pissing on shadows, shadows, shadows in the fucking dark. <laughs> What do you reckon? Hey, that's not bad. I like that. That's not bad. Do you want to I sing like the chorus with me, Andy? Yeah. Go on, oh, then. Go, I'm oh. not hunky. I'm not bright I'm as a spark. I'm Andy Dawson. I'm pissing on shadows. Pissing on shadows. Pissing on shadows. In the fucking dark. Good song, that. Solid song. That feels like... A gift from from you to me is that what is that is that a gift? Would you say? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can stride in, into Asda, and when yeah. you go to the complaints department because one of your fish fingers was a bit bent or something, you can say, yeah. "I'm Andy Dawson." Because <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday soon. It's my fiftieth birthday. That's right. a special one, isn't it? So that that feels like a gift. For me, fiftieth birthday from you. Will you be getting us anything else for me birthday? No, oh. no. Okay. Liam Casserole, topical comedian. Oh he's yeah, got he's good. Short isn't he? set of his, his comedy stylings to share with you. Here we go. <laughs> energy bills, energy bills are through the roof. <laughs> Maybe they wouldn't be if the roof was properly insulated. Well done, Liam. Nice one. Yeah. 
Have you seen the monkeypox? The monkeypox that's going around. <laughs> I caught it. I went completely ape. Yeah, drop that one, Liam, I think. Have you seen the Queen? It's 70 years on the throne for the Queen. <laughs> you get less than that for murder. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's working. When you said on the throne, then I thought you were heading for her that she's been on the on the shitter for 70 oh, years. Shitter gag. No. Maybe. No. So, maybe you could you could think around that, though, Liam, see if there's a, a better joke. Way. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> So when can the where can the <laughs> ladies and gentlemen next see you live, Liam? Uh, open mic night. You're doing open mic again. <laughs> open mic night in me bath. Do you, if do you want that as a name today, do you want to be called Open Mike? Open Mike. Is that yeah. all you've got? That's all I've got. Or you can be Ronnie Hot no, Dogs, but no, just be Ronnie Hot Dogs. It's just come <laughs> off the top of your head. You can be major shit if you want. Um, yeah, I'll be major or, shit or honky tonk. Major shit, all right. Has he got a title? I wouldn't mind being Sir Major Shit or Left well, Lieutenant. Well, Major's a title. Oh, of course it is, isn't it? Major okay. Shit. Crime Files, Andy. There's a new episode yes, of Crime Files out. Um, here it comes. Crime Files. The North Yorkshire village of Yarm is well known for its lively pubs, high-end restaurants, artisan shopping and its wide cobbled high street. Its May Day Parade is renowned for its tulip hurling and traditional lardy cake competition. On several occasions, it has been voted the best place to live in the north of England. That was until April 2022, when the reputation of Yarm was to change forever. (laughs) Situated just off the high street is an old coaching lane with the workshop and sale room of nonsense potter Neil Hunt. That morning he was busy firing nonsense miniature tulip brooches, tulip pendants and tulip motif vases, tulip-handled mugs for the upcoming Tulip Festival. Neil was on the phone to his clay supplier. The, the last batch of clay is tainted and won't fire properly. It crumbles and weeps. I, I might as well be selling jabby fucking dodges to... Listen, no, you listen to me, young man. If you hold yourself out as a supplier of clay, then you should be able to supply clay. If you can't supply clay, then close your fucking business and move to Newfoundland, where you can sandpaper shit off the fucking fishing boats. It's near Canada, which is a good deal nearer than my fucking clay appears to be at the moment. Now get it sorted, or you will have Neil Hunt to deal with, and that could get messy. Goodbye. At that moment, the door to the sale room opened and in walked the Newcastle United manager, Eddie Howe. Yes. Uh, how do you fucking do, Mr. Potter? And <laughs> might I say, what a beautiful fucking pottery you have here. It's absolutely fucking nailed on. Tremendous. Oh, cut the crap, sunshine. What do you want? What is it you actually want? This is an actual workplace, not a talking shop for lonely choir boys. So I'll ask you once again, what is it that you actually want? Oh, I swear, keep your fucking hat on. I'm after a nice fucking gift for her in fucking doors for the Tulip (laughs) Festival, you know. Have you got any money? Any actual cash? Or have you just got a few pennies from your piggy bank? (laughs) 
If there's anyone funnier than me in this godforsaken country, then I haven't met them. How much do you want to spend? How much do you actually want to spend? I'm not worried about the price, sunshine, just so long as it's special enough to keep me in favour with her in fucking doors, you know. What about this um, intricate little brooch depicting a yellow and red tulip entwined around a tiny rose branch? Rose branch? You're having a fucking laugh, aren't you? Looks more like a fucking twiglet and one that's had a good licking at that. The brushwork is fucking atrocious, like something a wonky child would do. There's only one child in here, and that's you, my choir boyfriend. I suggest you take your little pink head out of here and go and spend your pocket money on some fucking bubblegum. Call me a child again, Squire, and I'll rip your fucking head off and kick it over Sherwood Forest, which is fucking miles away. <laughs> You're a fucking child in a child's body. Eddie lunged forward as if to grab Neil Hunt. But Neil was too nimble for him and managed to run to an area of the workshop that was a different area to where he was previously standing, an area where he hung his nonsense tools for shaping his nonsense pottery. He started to throw them at Eddie, but they just bounced off him like he was the owner-operator, or maybe Lisa, Lisa, you know, who's got a lease of a specialist yeah. force field. <laughs> Actually, he probably hadn't leased it on reflection, um, Andy, as that market is largely limited to military use. Only yeah. possibility would maybe be Infinity Rocket... <laughs> <laughs> would be Infinity right. Rocket Plaskets, but they're fucking hard to get hold of these days. So I'm guessing yeah. it was an outright purchase. Eddie okay. walked straight toward him, ignoring the impact of the nonsense tools, and grabbed him around the throat. <clears throat> Nobody calls me a child twice, you little shit potter. How about I destroy every fucking tulip pot in here and use the fucking bits to line the new carp pond I'm putting in in me fucking garden? Get, get off me! Get off me! Do you not realise who and what you are dealing with here? No, pray, do you fucking tell me, you horrible fucking melt... I'll have you know, the PE teacher at my nephew's school has an archery set that he has said I can borrow any time I want. Well, I'll phone him up then, you fucking can't, can you? Because I've got you <laughs> whacked up like a mouse in a fucking vice. Now, apologise and maybe we can proceed with a tulip set section. I'm still well fucking up for that. All right, all right, why... Why is it always little old me? I helped paint the church minibus and I've never urinated in the outdoors. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. You are a great, big, fully grown man. Is that what you want? Yeah, that's fucking super. Now, how much for that large tulip vase with the cricket balls on the fucking side? And the £2,000. I'll fucking take it. The wife loves cricket. Guess what? It's an excellent choice, sir. <laughs> well, all's well that ends well. May I wish you all the fucking best and good luck with all your future endeavours. <laughs> As Eddie left the shop, a broad smile appeared across Neil's face. <laughs> that vase is a piece of shit. 
It's made from the faulty clay and won't last more than 24 hours. But best of all, those are not cricket balls, but miniature Edam cheeses. His wife is in for a gut-wrenching shock. I'm Neil Hunt and I'm loving my life. So, shenanigans in your Mandy. Very good. Always good to hear from Eddie Howe. Uh, we've got um, some more commentary from Mark Lawrence and he's been doing the Champions League final at the weekend Oh right! for the uh, Paraguayan national TV network um, so I've got some little snippets of that if you want to hear one of them that would be lovely that would be lovely here we go long ball forward there from the right back a bit too much pace on it gone out of play you know I wonder why I bother recycling when I see some of the pollution that these Chinese factories have got coming out of their chimneys suppose you've got to do your bit though haven't you oh there's a misplaced pass there it's gone out for a throw in A little bit there, and maybe he's go back to that a bit later on. Oh, am yeah. I ever going to get another throw in, Andy? You just had a throw in. I know, but I was like throw three in? throw ins on the trot. Three? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Hey, Andy, have you got any ASMR stuff? I haven't got any personally. I do have some sizzling um, fat noises that you can deploy if you've got one of your own. Yeah, I'll do some. It might help the uh, listeners get off to sleep. Yeah. That's good. All right, here we go. Kite handles with peas. <laughs> Soup on a hairbrush. Melted horse. Found hankies. Slow roast. German music. Indian feeling paper. Great big super onion. Night, night, everyone. There you go. Can I just... I just need to write down... I just need to write down... Great Big Super Onions as the title of this episode. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You mentioned Infinity Rocket Plastics there earlier. I've had a bit of contact with them because I, um, I rang up the showbiz center yeah. the other day. Yeah, because um, I'm trying to I'm trying to join, as you know, I'm trying to become a member. Yeah, good luck with um, that. And I've, I've been doing a bit of acting recently in a film, which I've, I'm not allowed to talk about too much, but that'll be coming out soon. Uh, so I feel as though I'm now worthy of the showbiz centre. So I, I rang up and uh, I got Herman from Infinity Rocket Plastics oh, to Herman. record the call. Yeah. He's very sharp. Isn't he? He's new there, very sharp, uh, and he's done that. So I, well, I'll play the tape of the phone call. Hello. Uh, hello, is that the showbiz centre? Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's speaking to Milky Jackson. I'm the general manager. How can I help you? Um, I'm I'm just wondering if I can apply for membership. Maybe, maybe she can. Are you in showbiz? Um, sort of. Yeah, I've just done some acting in a film, and uh, I do a podcast with with one of your club members. Well, who's that then? Uh, Bob Mortimer. No, there's no one called Bob Mortimer works here. No, no, he doesn't doesn't work there. He's a member. He's he's in showbiz. Ah, oh, right, right. Yeah, oh, Bob Mortimer. Oh, is he the one that smells of fish? Yeah, yeah, that'll be him. Yeah, yeah. Can I get a membership then? It's like an associate of his. No, no, he'll have to propose yeah, and then one of the membership committee will have to approve it. Right, who's who's on the membership committee? Well, it's mostly just banana rama, but they don't come in very often, so you'll have to wait till one of the days when they're in. Right, right, okay. Um, just out of interest, who's who's in the showbiz centre there today? Well, banana rama's been in all morning, but they've just gone out for a look about down Carnaby Street. Right, okay. Um, who, who else? Anybody else famous in there? Oh, Ben Shepherd. Ben Shepherd's in. You know him off the Bitcoin game. Yeah. Uh huh. He's got his little dog in with him. We've got a rule about dogs. Only little dogs are allowed in the shopping centre. They can only come in if they fit in a carrier bag. Right, right. Well, I, I probably won't want to bring me dog if I'm allowed in. It has to be the whole of the dog in the carrier bag. It's no good if his head peeps out the top of the carrier bag. Yeah, that's that's not an issue. I'd not bring the dog. So I sent a Ben Shepherd. I says, is that your shape in the carry bag? And he says, what? I says, what were you being a shepherd and that? I suppose I thought you'd bring a sheep along with you. And he says, no, that's a dog. I says, is it your sheep, dog? What were you being a shepherd? And he says, no, it's a pug. And he said he hasn't got a sheep, dog. I says, well, it's no wonder you haven't to do the big coin game because you're not much use of being a proper shepherd. And he just kept saying he wasn't a proper shepherd. And I says, I know you're not. That's what I'm saying. And I just had to walk away and then didn't go and collect them east for five minutes while I calmed down. Right, right. Well, you'll not have that problem with me because I'll not bring me dog to London. 
Ah, oh, right, right, good. Well, look, if you don't get Bob Mortimer to propose your membership, we'll see if we can get you in. You'll have to send £179.99 for the showbiz centre uniform. No, you can't get in without the uniform. What's what's the uniform? It's navy blue jogging pants and a bleached denim jacket with sheepskin collar. Right. Um, right, I might need to save up for that then, but I'll, I'll send that over as soon as I've got it. Look, I have to go now because that sheepdog's got out of its bag and it's eating fag ends off the floor. Uh, try, mate. Uh, right, bye. And that's that's when the call ended. Yeah, I don't fancy your chances, Andy, because uh, um, why do you want to go there so much? Well, it's the place to be, isn't it? It's where all the celebrities hang out and that. And I think, you know, being a podcaster and a, an actor now, that it's, it's where I belong. Yeah, Sh- Shan Phillips, you know, the weather weather lady, she was in the other day. I'll bet, yeah, people like that. Oh. Yeah. She were eating a caramac in the corner just quietly, having just a caramac. Just myself to herself. Oh, that's, that's, that's all I do. I just go in and just people watch. Well, they're never going to let you in, Andy, you know, so... But good luck with... I'm not so going to give you're in. in a film, but you still describe yourself... So you describe yourself as an actor now? I could or, do. Actor, podcaster. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Bloody hell. Jobless. You're killing it, aren't you, man? Oh, man, yeah. It, as we're on with the Infinity, I got a little snippet through from them, Andy. Mm-hmm. Tiny little bit of an um, an interview between Scott, Scotty Parker and Neil right. Warnock, and it was never broadcast. Yeah. Um, you'll probably see why. Um, would you like to hear? It's only short. Okay. Starts off with Neil. So... Scotty, are you going to try and make a, a, a real impact on Premier League, you know, like on the Premier League next season? You know, like, really go for it? Oh, I doubt it very much, my darling. Oh, what's the point? Do I have a question there? Are you being serious? I mean, that's the whole point is to have a go, isn't it, really? No, it's better money and less hassle just coming straight back down again. But, it, you know, it's ruining championship, you know, these clubs coming down with a sack full of money. You know, it's ruining it, isn't it, really? Uh, uh, like, uh, give a fuck. You, Scotty, you, your trousers always seem to be a bit tight, Scotty. Do, do they not give you a cold ass on touchline? I, I hate having a cold ass, me, like, really. Uh, my arse is, is made of wood. It's not temperature sensitive. I could literally paint my trousers onto a darling. <laughs> You got uh, quite a small haircut, haven't you, um, Scotty? Do you, do you find that works for you, really? Big hair, small hair. I don't give a fuck, darling. As long as my arse is sealed and varnished, I'm good to go. You don't. The other thing, you don't seem. You know, not really. Really, you don't seem to bother with with having a personality, Scotty. And for me, that was what it were all about, really. You know, I've no interest in football. <laughs> I had a personality once, so I didn't like it, darling. Really? Really. Really? Really, darling. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a snippet of something, Andrew. Yeah, it's something. You've got to give these things a go sometime, haven't you? Just see what happens. Time to throw for the star prize now, Bob. 101 or more in six darts. Yes. Um... I can't wait. I got my arrows ready, Andy. Here we go. Throw your first dart, Bob. Okay. Here we go. Fifteen. Nice. Another one. Eight. Shit. Another one. 
treble 11. Nice. 15, 8, 23, 30, that's 50, 50, 56. Again. Single 8. 64. Treble 12. Treble 12. Go be near. That's that's 100. One dart. Last last dart. One. Gone. Fucking outside the board, you clown. <laughs> Fuck me. The pressure oh got to me. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All you got to do is hit the board. I should have just aimed for the bull. I've, just anywhere on the board? Yeah. I just, I've got to show you what you could have won. Oh, it's the uh, driver's carriage from uh, 1994 into City 125. Oh, I would have loved that. That would have been all yours. Would have loved that, Andy. Sorry about that, but there you go. Let's quickly go back over to Mark Lawrenson again. Let's just see what was happening in the Champions League final the other night with him. Sent the back seems to have gone down with a calf injury, I think it is there. Trainers coming on. You know, I've been thinking maybe I don't need to stain the decking this year. See what happens if you don't weatherproof it. You just assume you've got to do it every year, but, you know, maybe not. He's back on his feet again now, and the opposition's put it out for a throw. Another throw in there. Wish you'd give <laughs> is me Is that what you want or what you don't want? I can't tell. What I want is, it's another, it's a throw in. It's another throw in now. Well. Another throw in. Yeah, well, do your own. That's what you want. <laughs> I will, I'll do my fucking own. <laughs> Peter Beasley, God bless him. He's given me one of his vlogs. MP okay. somethings or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's right. a nice one. I'll read it, I'll read right. it out for you. For Peter. All right, uh, Bob. Um, I'm just in, in the back kitchen cleaning up uh, a pan that's uh, got a load of burnt scrambled egg on it, like, you know. A pretty big job on a, account of it being a 12-egg scramble I was cooking up for the wife, you know. I've got uh, quite a, a few different scrub-scrub tools to take the job on. I've got one of those, like, you know, flat circles of loopy loopy looped copper wire you know that you can scratch 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 um, I got one of, one of these brushes like a big toothbrush you know with quite long bristles on it but to be honest it's well out of its depth with this job like you know reckon it's only very suitable for light not really my favourite though is me like yellow square sponge with a layer of rough green material on uh, one side of it, like you know, I like it because it's uh, you go sponge, 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 then turn it rough, 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 sponge, sponge, rough, rough. It's like dual purpose, you know. Uh, uh, one thing I should point out, Bob, is that uh, the, the rough, rough size it can lose, uh, lose its rough, rough when it gets clogged up, you know, with like the egg guns and that. So, best to run it under the, the tap light before getting stuck back in. <laughs> um, I suppose I, I should tell you uh, why my scramblers got burnt really, you know. About an hour ago, uh, a wife called me down into her front room 
where she was, she was having a bit of mid-morning police interceptors, you know, the good surely. I'm expecting a visitor this morning, so keep your dreary face in the background, if you don't mind. Uh, uh, yes, of course, love. Um, may I ask who is coming round? No, you may not, but I'll tell you anyway, it's Mr Sting. Oh, what? <laughs> right, from, from the massive house? The very fucking same. Why, why is he coming down there? Uh, I mean, uh, you don't even know him, really. You mean you don't know him, but he has got a right shine on for me. I met him working me shift for Geordie Heat, and I stupidly left me knee brace behind his barn, and he has kindly offered to return it to me, which is more than you would ever do for me, you lazy fucking dial. Just about then, there was... No, just about then, there was the sound of a... Well, they sound like a jet aeroplane, you know, pulling up outside the house. Uh, and then a knock on the door. Answer that and make, make yourself fucking scarce. And don't stare at him with your fucking pancake face. I don't want him turning queasy on me. I opened the door and there he was wearing what he looked to me like a frogman suit, but it probably wasn't a, a frogman suit. Get out of my way! I am <laughs> Mr. Sting from the massive house with the massive drive and the massive turrets. And I have arrived in the world's only jet-powered supercar with its massive fog lamp and bio-emphatic ejector seat. So he just strode past me into the front room and I, like, hovered about in the doorway so I could get a nose at you know, while you going on in that. Hello, Carol Beasley. Who was that awful man that answered the door? He had the whiff of a parrot about him. <laughs> oh, that's just one of my staff. He's from that place, you know, they send people what can't get work. I'm just trying to help him out. Have a seat, Mr Sting. On the easy chair. On the, or maybe on the sofa. Fucking next to me. This place is tiny. Shishicho, are you being held here against your will? We could escape in my supercar and be in Bordeaux, France within 18 minutes. No, no, this is just my servants' quarters. I was doing my morning inspection. You have to keep your eye on them. They can be very fucking chaotic. I agree. <laughs> oh, that television is our television, our big phone. It's tiny, I could not watch that. My main TV is 30 foot by 20 foot and is made from silver. I, I thought you were... I bought your knee brace, by the way. It must have come off when we were fiddling with my loot. Oh, thank you very much, Mr Sting. That's so very fucking kind of you. Yeah, Sting saw me hovering by the door. You boy, fetch me some barley water, two jabby dodgers and a probiotic thinking drink and get your hair cut. <laughs> you look like a bloke off the Lego. Uh, well, that's uh, uh, not very nice. Uh, bit rude, if you don't mind me saying. Yes, I very much do mind. My word, I can see why no one wants to employ you. You remind me of a fucking roadkill. Now, get out of my sight before I thrash you with my loot. Uh, no, are you um, going to let him speak to me like that? Yes, for the time being, but he is on thin ice. Right. 
You are very, very, very lucky, as I have written a song about today's mission, and I shall sing it for you now. As a gift, it surpasses even large diamonds and even space car fuel. So listen up. Oh, Mr. Sting, oh, Mr. Sting, he drives a supercar. Oh, Mr. Sting, yes, Mr. Sting, it's powered by caviar. He drove it into the maiden to return her precious sling. The maiden's knees had trembled at the sight of Mr. Sting. Oh, God help us. That is fucking disgusting. Sounds like one of my rough, rough, rough sponges scraping on a turtle's back. How dare you criticise my beautiful, massive song, you dozy, bent-faced farmer. All right, that's enough. Don't you fucking dare talk to my husband like that, you pumped up fucking streak of piss. Husband? He's fucking insect. Right, get out. Go on, fuck off before I take that loot, bury it in your skinny fucking chest and shit on the strings. With pleasure, this place is a dump and I will probably get the monkey pox just from looking at it. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, th- uh, thanks for sticking up for me, love. Come sit down here on the sofa, Peter. Yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a, in a uh, bit trouble, love. No, you're a good lad, Peter. Uh, uh, thanks, love. But tell me, what is that fucking awful stench coming from the kitchen? Oh, oh, shit, it's me scrambling. And, yeah, so, here I am, scrub, scrub, sponge, sponge, rough, rough, <laughs> working away on the pan like a gun, you know. All, all I'm about, I'll just take your rubber gloves off and tell you a couple of jokes from my old jokes book, so I, I know you like them, Bob. Uh, what did uh, Batman say to Robin before they got in the car? Robin... Would you get in the car, please? <laughs> um, a bloke in a tractor drove past me shouting, uh, The end of the world is nigh. I think it must have been Farmageddon. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, that's not great. Um, my wife left me and she took the skybox and all my Bob Marley records. No woman, no sky. Right, so I'll see you, Bob, anyway. One Peter Beasley, there's only one Peter Beasley. See Bob. So there's Peter. <sighs> Sting was, um, Sting better watch himself taking on Carol Beasley, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, he's met his match. And Peter's very good to share so many aspects of his life with us, I think. It's very, very open. He's very hey, open, um, yeah. Quickly go back over to Lawrenson. Uh, a bit more Champions League commentary from him. Throw in there, halfway line. Barbara says we should get a tortoise. I've put my foot down though. Those things live for a hundred years. She must be mad. for a throw in just on the edge of the penalty area there another throw in <laughs> yes <laughs> oh you got it in the end I only got you one you got it in the end I only got one is that our lot then Andy I reckon I that's reckon. about it from us oh quickly one thing I meant to ask you before you, before we go Um, do you reckon Shaka Khan still feels for you I don't know Andy 
I mean, it was 1984 and the song wasn't even written by her, it was written by Prince, so it's hard I to don't see care. if she ever truly felt the sentiment behind the song. I mean, Chatter Khan's version of the songs written in the key of G sharp major with a tempo of 125 beats per minute in oh, common time God. and a vocal span from D sharp to A sharp in the song. I don't know if that gives you any kind of clue whether she still feels I'd say or not. If I say yes, will that stop it? It'll stop for now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. Thank you, Parsnippers, for your attention. Thank you very much, Parsnippers. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.